Once in a lifetime, you may be witness to a significant event in the history of the world. You may be witness to a milestone in someone's life, or just episode 100 in a podcast. Today is just such an event. Welcome to episode number 100 of the Horror Crypt Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Horror Crypt Podcast, episode number 100. One awesome motherfucker. Yes, episode number 100. I cannot believe that uh, we've got here. Episode 100 is just absolutely amazing. I could actually never have believed that when I started this podcast in April of 2021 that I would actually be at episode number 100. I never had any preconceived ideas of how many episodes I was going to do. I, I was actually hoping that maybe I'd get through 50 and then maybe call it quits because, oh, you know, I didn't know whether how, you know, how long I'd actually be interested in doing this. And I cannot believe that I've watched 100 episodes, 100 movies to make it to 100 episodes. Now, the, the movie that I'm actually doing today is, as I said, is in two parts. So this is like one episode number 100. And then the next one is episode number 100A, which will drop exactly 100 seconds after this episode. So you've got a huge double header that's going to be coming to you very very quickly in this uh, in this day but I'm just I'm amazed and I want to thank each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart thank you so much 
for sticking with me for 100 episodes. I, as I said, I just didn't know how long this was going to last. And I'm, you know, I'm so thrilled that I've almost got a 2,100 downloads. I mean, I, I got excited when I had 10 downloads and then when I got 50 and it's like, oh my God, I got a hundred. And then I got to 500. It's like, you know, it was just gro- you know, growing exponentially. So I was just amazed when it got to over a thousand. I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is something that I'm actually, you know, excited about. And I'm, and I've always been very, very proud of everything that I've been doing with the Horror Crypt podcast and everyone that comes to visit me. And I've seen all you guys from around the world. I've actually clicked on every every part of the world to see where you guys are listening, you know, from. And I'm humbled and very, very uh, proud of, of, of my what I'm doing sitting here in this little studio. But I'm just so humbled that you guys make an effort every single week to come to visit me at the Horror Grip Podcast. Now, I did actually say that I was running a contest. Now, this was to basically to figure out who was going to work out what I was going to be doing today. Now, I went through, I've got, I didn't get a huge amount of responses, but I did get two responses that I have to give prizes to. Um, now, I did get a couple of other emails that came through, and unfortunately, they were incorrect. And, you know, so I'm going to be reading out the two winners of, of what I'm going to be doing today, as far as the, the, uh, the podcast. But look, before I get started, I'm doing all that. We just got to get through some housekeeping. So first of all, I am on the Horror Crypt podcast on Facebook. I'm also at the um, Crypt Cafe, which is another group that I've run on uh, Facebook. So you can always join that. I've got the Horror Crypt 2022 at gmail.com if you want to email me directly. And I've also got Creepy at the Horror Crypt. So anywhere you can find me, you'll find me there. And as I said, Instagram and Facebook, you'll find me at the Horror Crypt podcast. And as I said, I'm just so humbled and so thrilled that you guys have stuck with me all through all the way through to 100 episodes. Please stick with me because I've got so many great movies coming up now. Today's movie, now I'm sure there's a lot of people that have been sitting there going, what the hell is he going to do for episode number 100? Well, I could just tell you straight off, or I could actually let you listen to the trailer of part one. So sit back and relax, because this is the trailer of this movie that I'm going to be doing today, part one of. Oh, hey, you're up. Am I in a dorm room? Yeah, I folded your pants for you. Great. Don't get you that Stop global warming. You sneaky little biatch. Maybe you should switch to water next time. Super helpful. Don't be late. Two parties tonight. Okay, bye. Bye. Tree, happy birthday. You scared me. Look, I know this isn't going to make any sense. Stop global warming. I feel like I'm losing my mind. You sneaky little biash. Happy birthday. I've already lived through this day. Somebody's going to kill me tonight. So you can hear now. Is everything okay? Assuming that I believe any of this is even possible. Sprinklers, car alarm. The way I see it, you have unlimited amount of lives, unlimited opportunities to solve your own murder. So I'm supposed to keep dying 
until I figure out who my killer is. You want to live to see tomorrow, right? Whoever's killing you knows it's your birthday. Pretty much the entire school knows. These are signs of major trauma. You should be dead. You relive the same day over and over again. Kind of start to see who you really are. That's right, we are doing part one and part two of Happy Death Day. And I tell you what, I absolutely love this movie. This is one that I really wish that they'd actually do a part three. They've been talking about it for the longest time. They've actually had uh, scripts that have been submitted and they've been trying to write scripts and stuff like that, but it's just, it just not, um, not materializing at the moment. So if they only ever do part one and part two of this movie, then, you know, hey, I'm all good with it. It's unfortunate because part two, the end of part two, leaves it open for a possibility of part three because you really want to know what's going on in the last part of part two. But we're going to get to that in uh, in the next episode which is going to drop in 100 seconds after this one drops but uh look before i get started on this awesome movie which was released in 2017 i've got two winners of uh, my contest now my contest was what am i going to do i've got a, there's i'm going to be doing an episode that has got part one and part two only now i had things like um halloween and i thought halloween this is interesting but they put rob zombies halloween and i'm like yeah no that sort of no that still stays with the the old premise of halloween so no can't do that and then some another person emailed me and said the exorcist i'm like no that's what part one part two and part three so no didn't do that one and then another person actually submitted a response of the omen and i'm like no that's omen one two three four <laughs> i think it's, i think it's part five of the omen so you know there's there were some great answers and i thank you everybody that actually submitted answers um, for my contest. But I got two winners out of this. So the first one I got from Louisville in Texas by the name of Allison. She guessed Happy Death Day 1 and 2. And I got Doug from New Brunswick in Canada. And he, he guessed Part 1 and Part 2. And I actually did email them both back and found out how it was they came up with this idea. Now, Alison was saying to me that the way that she got it is that her and her husband sat down, they got a spreadsheet out of all the movies, all horror movies, but only that only had part one and part two, and they narrowed it down to the point where it was like, okay, this is something significant in Paul's life. It's episode 100. That's a birthday, which could be could be Happy Death Day 1 and 2. So they submitted that, and they got it. Um, Doug was a little bit less... Uh, <laughs> I think Doug was a little bit less... Um, idealistic when it came to this one he just put the names of a whole lot of them into a hat and picked one and went yeah that doesn't sound right threw that one out eh, that doesn't sound right threw that one out and then he did the same thing he went back onto um the internet went through imdb went through a whole list of movies that only had part one and part two of in the horror movie genre and he said there was a lot of movies there you know that there, there was um available but he actually came up with the idea of like there's possibly a celebration going on so and he did say originally um it was going to be um oh god uh, silent night deadly night and i'm like and i it's like no 
that would have been wrong because I've already done Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1 and Part 2. And I know that's a that's a holiday celebration, but that's not it. But he came up with Happy Death Day 1 and 2. So they both got the, the answers correctly. So both to Allison and Doug, congratulations. You guys will receive a t-shirt and a baseball cap from me in the next couple of weeks. So I'll get them all organized and sent down. And look, if you guys want to um, organize to buy a uh, baseball cap or a beanie or a t-shirt from me, just email me, horrorcrypt2022 at gmail.com or creepy at the horrorcrypt, and I can get that all organized for you, or you can just send me a message directly on Facebook. But anyway, let's get all that all that out of the way. That was our two winners for today, which was fantastic. So glad that you guys enjoyed um, trying to figure out what I was going to be doing. And this movie, I tell you, it is absolutely amazing. I do like the fact that the way it starts off with Tree, and this is our character Tree, her name is actually Teresa, but to make it more simplistic, it was they named it down to just Tree. She starts off as a real bitch, and she's part of a sorority, and, and I don't think she intentionally is that way, but she her character starts out that you really don't like her very much, and when she gets to the end, you actually really do, you're a very endearing to her. So the movie opens up where we see that uh, she's at Bayfield University, and it's Monday the 18th, and she wakes up very hungover on her birthday in a dorm room, of her schoolmate by the name of uh, Carter Davis. Now, Carter really is a nice guy. He's one of those guys that would give you the shirt off his back if he had a shirt. You know, I mean, if, if you were starving of food, you know, he'd give you his last morsel of food off his, off his plate. So he's a really great guy. So she wakes up and um, she wakes up to the, to the phone ringing of, hey, it's your birthday. And so she picks up the phone, looks at it and goes, yep, no, I'm not going to pick that one up because it's from her father. Now, we don't know what the reason is that she won't answer the phone but she she just looks at it and you see that um you know carter gets up from he looks he's looking looks like he's looking for something underneath his school desk um in his dorm room and he says oh you're awake i didn't know whether you wanted to sleep in so you know i'll I let you sleep in and of course she just gets up and she's got you know just, just her underwear on and bra on he, and he's very chivalrous chivalrous i think that's a name, that's a word he turns around and he doesn't you know make sure that she's got some privacy while she's getting her pants on and her top on and he he says uh you know she says listen I, I want some tylenol do you have any tylenol and he's like yeah okay i'll grab it for you and as tree starts to head out towards the door there's this guy ryan that comes into the room and he's coming in and asking basically carter if he slept with her and of course you know tree sort of like looks at uh, at ryan in this sort of get the hell away from me and carter's like what are you doing you know you just seriously guy what are you doing so on her way to her own room she's walking through the the um the university and she runs into a guy that she went out with by the name of tim and he asks tree why she hasn't answered any of his texts and she says because they only dated once i mean it wasn't like this was going to be a, a natural thing throughout um the movie and i love this the, the movie that and i couldn't really found a, find a lot of sound grabs for this movie because a lot of it is visual rather than auditory so you know there's there's not a lot of talking in it so you'll only get a last little bit in episode one of what actually happens but you know as they're going along you know he's saying to her why didn't you answer the you know my text and she's like listen come on you know we only went out once it's it's it went nowhere but as she's walking out from um carter's dorm room a guy you know drops his sunglasses a little bit to look at her and she looks gorgeous i mean she is quite hot i mean she's got a, a nice body on her and uh, there's this really lovely young lady that runs up to her and goes you know stop global warming and she's got a a um 
a piece of paper you know on a clipboard she wants to sign to do i don't know what it is she wants to do and of course tree just basically ignores what she's doing and as she's walking f further along she's walking past a couple of people that are sitting on the ground and suddenly the sprinklers turn on so they, they're starting to get wet and trees you know just wandering along you know she just wants to get back to her sorority and of course then we see a red four-wheel drive and the car alarm goes off and so she just looks over and okay car alarm's going off you know nobody even bothers about car alarms anymore and she's heading towards her dorm and there's a group of guys who obviously uh pledging a fraternity and they're standing there and they're singing uh thousand bottles of beer on the wall or something and there's this one guy that is he's been up for like 48 hours trying to pledge this um fraternity and he just collapses and falls onto the ground and tree just continues walking along until she gets to her sorority and as she's walking up the front stairs there's this really uh, lovely girl just sitting there with her headphones on you know not doing anything just sitting there reading whatever and she indicates to you know tree hello by waving at her and tree just absolutely ignores her and walks inside to the sorority of course at this stage she uh, comes up with uh comes to a, a, a there's a, a i guess a, a house girl or a person that actually is the leader of the sorority i don't know if you guys know what the hell that it, it is please tell me because i got no real idea but anyway she says you know hey you little biatch you know where have you been and she's like oh nowhere and she goes well you know make sure that you don't forget the house that the yeah, we've got a house party coming up tonight and make sure you're there for the house meeting. And she's like, yep, I won't, I won't forget. And goes upstairs. And as she gets into her room, she sees her roommate, Laurie, and Tree realizes that she is absolutely late for class. But as she walks in, you know, Laurie goes, oh, here she comes stumbling in at this time of the morning. And uh, so, you know, Tree is very late for class. So she's frantically getting ready. And Laurie presents her with a cupcake that she's baked for Tree's birthday. And she says, you know, happy birthday, Tree. And she's like, oh, thanks. And Tree blows out the candle. And, you know, this is where you think to yourself, you bitch. You know, you've gone to all this trouble to bake this this little, you know, cupcake. So Tree blows out the candle and dumps the cupcake in the trash because of the carbs. So it's like, oh my God, you bitch. But this is Tree. And this is why we we actually don't like Tree to begin with. She's not a nice, nice girl, but she actually, she'll become endearing as we go along. So Tree goes to her class. And of course, she is in this, this class. And she's having an affair with the professor by the name of Gregory. And, uh... This is obviously not going to go down well, but it really seems that Tree is getting special treatment. And I do understand if you're having an affair with your professor, you might get some extra added bonuses. So, you know, she's she's running late to class. She's not in the class when it starts. So she does go to his office and, you know, it's not the case of I'm going into the office with him to discuss my grades. It's going to the office, close the door, lock the door so we can have a little bit of fun. But of course, she, you know, he, she locks the door for them and then she's, they're getting very amorous. And of course, there's a knock on the door and we find out that it's this, his wife, Stephanie, that's coming to visit him. So luckily, as he says, oh, thank God you locked the door. So they unlock the door very, very quickly. And she's sitting there, you know, in the chair, just being very nonchalant. And uh, this is when Gregory says, oh, you know, uh, hi, sweetheart. I'm, you know, sorry that the, the door was locked. I completely forgot it. And he says to Tree, okay, well, look, you know, thanks, thanks for that, Tree. You know, we'll discuss with, you know, your grades next time. And she's like, oh, okay. And of course, she just absolutely, you know, but, you know, barges out the door, you know, away from Stephanie to make sure that, hey, I'm not going to get caught, you know. So then the next scene we see is Tree joins her sorority sisters during lunch for a meeting regarding a spring dance and the head sister Danielle chastises another sister Becky 
for bringing junk food to eat and it's really it's it's not that bad i mean you know becky is not overweight and there's nothing wrong with you know having a little bit of meat on your bones there's no, nothing at all like that but you know becky is saying hey you know I, I i didn't get didn't get breakfast and of course you know yeah daniel comes up with hey we all didn't eat breakfast so it's like you know we're we're purging basically we're not very you know not you know we're counting carbs we're making sure we're not eating very much you know so and if we do eat we go and purge afterwards and the, everyone else is drinking like iced tea and bubble tea and shit like that and iced coffees and you know becky's just sitting down she wants to have breakfast so you know becky gets gets up to go to leave and of course she bumps into carter because you know becky unfortunately is being made to feel very very self-conscious and i don't i don't disbelieve that either because there's there's a good maybe half a dozen to a dozen you know of her sorority sisters sitting around having this this meeting about what they were going to do for the spring dance and what themes they were going to be doing so becky is really feeling very inadequate about this whole thing so she gets to go you know get up and leave and of course tree is sitting there you know just you know really not defending becky at this stage but as she gets to get up uh, to go and leave she causes becky unfortunately as she knocks into carter to spill food all over tree and of course carter tries to return tree some jewelry that she left behind but of course tree pulls him aside to keep him keep hiding the fact that she'd slept in his room and it was only it was like a little bracelet and he was really he's a really great guy he comes over and says hey you know you left this this is probably very sentimental i want to make sure that you've got it but she's tree's very um embarrassed about not only and i don't know whether it's embarrassed about being with him but she's very embarrassed about the fact that she was actually with this guy in his in his um in his dorm room so you know she's trying to be very much the the cool girl but you know thanks very much for returning this it's great but get the fuck away from me because i don't want you to be anywhere near me because i don't want anyone to think that we're together so of course daniel invites tree to the party at a dorm later that evening and of course tree heads through the campus alone now this is the first awesome part of this movie so you know tree's walking through the um through, through the campus and passes a group of guys wearing the school's sports team uh, ma mascot which is called the babies and it's a baby f mask and it's a very creepy little mask and as she heads past the bridge she hears the sound of a music box and i love it how in this way they've got with the cinematography you've got the music box and you've got a spotlight over the, the music box and it's not like it's a deliberate spotlight it's just basically the um the lights in the tunnel but this person has positioned the, the music box in such a way that the light is directly over the music box and of course tree goes over to pick up the box and see someone with a baby mask standing a few feet in front of her and of course she's like hey you know you, your friends went the other way because there was a whole lot of guys walking past and you know they're heading that way and of course he's just standing there and not saying a thing not moving a muscle and of course she's like yeah you know, if you don't get moving I'll go and call the cops and of course the person then runs away so tree's like uh you know dickhead you know she starts to tree starts to leave but then is chased by the masked person and she is chased <laughs> chased and chased until the fact that she thinks that she's got away and as she's going to go around a tree funny enough she goes around a tree there is this this person standing right beside the tree and he stabs her to death of course then all of a sudden tree wakes up in carter's room at the beginning of the same day and of course she's like um and the same song plays on the phone hey it's your birthday and she picks up the phone and it's a phone call from her father and she's like what the hell and she's clearly freaked out and very confused and of course she goes to leave the room and of course what happens is that your carter's friend once again <laughs> ryan comes into the room saying hey did you nail that and of course she just walks out you know and it's the same thing carter says oh you know you you were you're 
you know, I didn't know whether you wanted to sleep in. I folded your clothes for you. You, I brought you up here because you're a little bit drunk last night. And of course, this is when Ryan comes in saying, hey, did you nail that? And of course, this is when Tree just walks out, goes out under the campus. And of course, what do we see? The guy walking towards her dips his sunglasses to check her out. We've got the young girl that's, you know, trying to get the stop global warming with the um, signature. We see that there is two people sitting on the grass and, of course, the sprinklers go on. So they start to get wet and Tree is getting very, very much, oh, my God, this is this is deja vu. Because as she's walking along, the car alarm goes off on the red four-wheel drive. Then you've got the guys that are trying to pledge the uh, fraternity. And one guy drops to the ground because he's so exhausted. And she walks into her sorority. And as she's walking through to, to her sorority, same person is sitting on the side reading a book. Clearly indicates to Tree, good morning, hi, how are you? She ignores her. Goes into the into the um, into the sorority, and of course, as Daniel comes out, hey, you little biatch, you know where were you last night? So this whole thing is playing out. She goes upstairs, she goes into her bedroom, and of course, once again, we see see the same situation. Her friend gets up and go, uh, Laurie gets up and goes, oh, you know, she comes stumbling in at this time of the morning. So everything is starting to happen, and Tree is really like, this is deja vu. It's just, and once again, she rejects Laurie's cupcake because Laurie comes over and goes, you know, um, hi, happy birthday, Tree. And of course, she rejects the cupcake, but this time leaves it, in, just leaves it instead of dumping it. So she just puts it on like a, um, it looks like a fireplace. It looks like a converted fireplace or what used to be a fireplace. But she just leaves it on there and walks out to go to class. And, of course, this time when she goes into Gregory's office, Stephanie catches her in Gregory's office after it's been locked. But, you know, she just plays it down. Oh, thank you very much for, you know, your advice. Thank you for letting me know about the extra assignment. And goes out. And, of course, you can see Tree is trying to hightail that out of there. And Gregory has got probably one of the worst poker faces you'll ever see in your life. So Stephanie's got every reason to... To sit there and go, uh-huh, what have you been doing? Of course, Tree, you know, and so she heads off to, once again, the meeting in the, um, in you know, where they're all having lunch, and Tree sits down, but she warns Becky before Carter bumps into her, but the same thing happens. Unfortunately, this time, Tree gets a whole lot of um, <laughs> chocolate milk all over her, and, you know, once again, Carter does say, oh, I just wanted to return this to you. So it really is, this deja vu is getting out of control, you know, the, this whole thing. But of course, Tree then again gets invited by um, Danielle to go to the party. So Tree once again heads over to the party, but this time avoids the bridge. So she's like, no, fuck it, I'm not going through not going through that again. I know that there might be something there. So she goes to the dorm and is greeted by someone with a baby mask, causing her to scream. And she punches the person in the face because she goes to the front door of the sorority and it's in darkness so she opens the door and walks in and of course that's all of a sudden when the light goes on you see this baby mask standing right in front of her and that's when she does punch her but of course we find out that when she just punched this this guy in the face it turn, turns out to be nick daniel's boyfriend so it's a surprise party for tree because nobody you know everyone wanted to make sure that tree was going to have an awesome birthday so she goes around drinking and trying to enjoy herself and she goes up to nick's room where he messes around with the mask for a bit. However, the real killer shows up in the room and stabs Nick to death. So, you know, he puts on the mask and she and you know, Tree's like, uh-huh, thanks, Nick. Yeah, that's really great. But, you know, when he, when he invites her into his room, he's got, like, disco balls and, and strobe lights and all that. And it's, it's sort of like, wow, this is really inappropriate and creepy, you know? I don't know what it is about some guys. They've got this whole idea of, like, if they just become more and more creepy, that they become more and more attractive. I don't believe that's the case at all. 
all. I don't think I've ever been creepy. I don't think I have. No, I'm pretty sure I haven't. No, I, I definitely haven't been. So, you know, there is she's just standing there. And you can see that Tree's very... I mean, she's, you know, she is... She doesn't care that Nick is Daniel's boyfriend, you know. Um, but she's really very un uncomfortable with this situation. And then she basically says, I've got to go and I'm going to go. I'm going to leave this. And this is when the baby mask, you know, comes out. And of course, you know, he's standing there with this stupid, creepy baby mask on. And he takes it off. And of course, at right behind him, there is this baby mask. And of course, she screams to warn him. But unfortunately, the killer does show up and stabs him to death. So I was like, okay. So when she's not looking, Tree gets from a text from Danielle accusing her of hooking up with, with Nick behind her back and implying that it's happened before. So Tree is once again attacked by the killer who takes out... Uh, takes her out with a broken bong piece, slams it across her head, and then stabs it into her into her chest. Then all of a sudden, we wake up again. Now, I, I love this, that it's just that constant thing. And one of the things I forgot to mention at the beginning of this movie is that the Universal logo starts to come up, you know, as far as this is a Universal motion picture production. And then, of course, it goes away. And then it comes up with another logo, the exact same thing. And that logo goes away. And then another logo comes up, the same thing. So it's really showing you something's going to be happening on a time loop. And I really love this time loop scenario in this movie. So Tree, again, wakes up in Carter's room. And, of course, he's she's more freaked out this time. And <laughs> she doesn't even really be bothered about... She just puts her, her pants on, puts her, her shirt on, puts her shoes on, and just bolts out of the, the room. Even so that she knocks Ryan out the way and he doesn't even get a chance to say, hey, did you, you know, did you hook up with her? Carter doesn't even get, really get a chance to say anything. So she runs out and, of course, she as she's running out, the same thing, guy looks at her, girl is trying to get, you know, this the signature. And this time, yeah, Tree just grabs the, the, the clipboard and throws it onto the ground. And, of course, you hear the girl go, a simple thank you would be okay. And she runs through, the car alarm's going off, the people are getting wet, the the guy falls down from trying to get through um, his pledge into a fraternity, and she runs back upstairs into her room, runs past the girl, and once again, uh, you know, she, she she tells Laurie that someone is after her, and Laurie, calm, Laurie calms her down and suggests she takes the day off and relaxes in her room. So Tree locks up the room and puts up boards through the windows to prevent anyone from getting in. And she's like, okay, that's it. We've, I've got the doors barricaded. I've got the windows barricaded. There is no way in hell that anyone's going to get in. I'm going to survive this night by staying in the room. Unfortunately, later that night, the killer breaks in anyway. And Tree fights the killer off, but is still stabbed to death. <laughs> Once again, we come back to, we are going back to Carter's room. After going through the same things again, Tree explains her situation to Carter. She's like, okay, you know, can we just, can you just meet me for lunch? I've got to talk to you about something. So he's like, yeah, hey, okay, no worries. So as I said, the same thing goes on. So she's sitting there with, with Carter and she says, listen, you know, this whole thing, I've this is the third day that I've relived the same day over and over again. Someone keeps killing me. And he's like, okay. He suggests that she's, she narrows down the list of, of suspects until she can find out who the killer is. And Carter thinks the killer may be significantly targeting Tree on her birthday, which means everyone at school is a suspect since Danielle told everybody about the surprise party. And it's like, um... Okay, that makes no sense. So you've just narrowed down the entire school to a possibility that someone in the school is pissed off with me in such a degree that they want to kill me. So how the hell am I going to narrow this down? And Carter's like, hey, well, there's only one option. You're just going to keep having to die over and over again. 
until you figure out who it is that's killing you. And she's like, but he wears a baby mask. I don't know who it is. All I see is the baby mask. I see the person either you know, kill me and I wake up in your room. How the hell am I going to figure this one out? And he's like, well, I've got no other real idea. So Tree goes through several loops as she goes after her suspect. So it's like, and she just keeps figuring out you know, who it is, who, is it this person? No, that person, no. She first goes after Tim, but catches him in his room. <laughs> and I love this part of this movie, right? So she's going through the list and she's crossing out the names. And she goes, okay, so I didn't respond to Tim's request for a second date. So yeah, I reckon it's Tim. So she goes to his room and she's, she's at the window ledge and she perches herself up from the window ledge to see Tim is sitting in his room looking at gay porn. So she's like, aha, it's not him. So it crosses him off the list. So as she drops down, she turns around, there's the baby mask again. And after dying again, she suspects Stephanie. But she spots Stephanie moments before the killer drowns her. So she's in a, in a uh, like uh, in a fountain. So she's like, okay, so it's not Stephanie. So because she figures, well, I'm having an affair with your husband, so there may be a chance that it's you. So okay, it's you. No, nope, it's not you. So she figures, okay, well then it, it it must be Danielle. I you know maybe she's pissed off because I didn't attend the the meeting for the house, or you know that I came in late. So it's got to be her. And she suspects Danielle, but ends up dying on her own after the two get into a fight and they get hit by a bus. So it's like okay, so it's not it's not Danielle. So after crossing those names off, Tree suspects Gregory might be the killer, and that is pretty plausible because you know maybe that he's getting some heat from his wife and it's like okay to get rid of the situation of maybe my wife going to tree i'll get rid of tree so she looks for him at the hospital because he is a doctor and because she's in his um in one of his classes so she goes to him looking for him at the hospital after getting an x-ray taken because she's not feeling very very well at all and she does say to her friend Lori, i'm just not feeling well and, and she's like well why about we get an x-ray to see if there's any internal problems and and they find out that after she gets the x-ray she's sustained internal damage from her previous deaths and it's almost like every death is taking a bit off of her life and it's really interesting because at Gregory's office Gregory does say you know hey there's a good chance that you could be I don't understand how it is that you're still alive because the injuries that you sustain you should be dead because these injuries are you know very very catastrophic with regards to all the injuries that you've sustained so he says listen just lay in the bed rest and you know I'll ring your mum I'll get that all organized and just just rest so she decides not fuck it I'm going to go to his office and she finds the baby mask in his drawer However, the killer stabs Gregory and then chases Tree into the parking lot. And I love this scene. So she's trying to, she grabs the keys from Gregory's desk and she runs into the parking lot. She's trying to find where his, ca where his car is. And of course, hot on her heels is this killer in the baby mask. And she's pressing the button to try and find out where the car is. And she does locate Gregory's car jumps in just as the baby mask killer arrives to, to kill the tree. She hightails it out of there, you know, speeding along, and she gets pulled over for speeding by the cops. And, of course, tree lies because the guy goes, the, the officer says, um, okay, so can I have your license and registration? Yeah, I don't have those. They're in my handbag. And I left the other one. She go, and he goes, okay, well, have you been drinking? And she goes, um, yes, yes, I've been drinking. I am so drunk. I am high. I'm drunk. So, yep, you better arrest me. And it's like, you know, and she does, she complies. She puts her hand behind her back saying, thank you so much for, for taking me into custody because she figures that she can be in a cell to avoid the killer. So she's cuffed and put in the back of the car and 
as she's being put in the back of the car, the police officer shuts the, the door and then the jump scare of all jump scares where a car comes careening past and takes out the, the police officer and the car slides and turns around and of course out of the other car comes the baby killer. Uh, when I say the baby killer, I'm just saying the baby killer because of the, of the mask. And, of course, when she, he does come careening through, he hits the gas tank of the of the patrol car so Tree can see the car is losing fuel. She's in the back of the patrol car with her handcuffs, you know, hands behind her back. The car's locked. She can't get out. And, of course, the baby, the killer, comes up to her, up to the window, looks at her, starts to walk away, and then turns around with a lighted birthday candle and drops the the candle under the ground, igniting the fuel, and blows Tree up. Once again! <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? Tree wakes up in Carter's room, yet again! This time, she basically says to Carter, listen, you know, this is what's going on. Carter's like, uh-huh. And he goes, and she says, no, come with me. I've got to show you this. So she proves it by taking him out, and as they're walking through the, the university, he's like, you know, okay. And she goes, no, 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 I'm going to prove it to you. Like... There's a car alarm going off in three, two, one. Now and it goes off, and the sprinkler setting off, uh, uh, you know, getting the students that are sitting on there sopping wet, and a group of activists standing together while one member drops to the ground. So it's really like okay. So Tree takes takes Carter to a nearby burger place, and she's now getting weaker with each loop because every time that she gets comes back, there's the injuries that she sustained, whether it's been stabbed or whether it's been shot or hit in the head with a baseball bat or hit by a bus, whatever, whatever she whatever happens to her she'll come back weaker and she is really starting to, to get very very weak and she's worried that she may be getting to the point where she's going to run out of lives of course the, the the phone rings again and tree mentions once again avoiding her dad's phone call and tells carter that her mother passed away three years earlier and this is on her birthday so moments later they see a news report on tv about a serial killer by the name of joseph tombs who is who is notorious for going after young women so she's like okay now i know who it is i know it is so tree believes that the killer is him and she's going to be able to finally stop him so tree and carter <laughs> i love this one they go to the hospital to stop tombs but he has already killed the security guard now when they say security guard it's a police officer that's looking after him to make because she's he's going to be transferred back to federal prison so she's he's like you know he's been killed and of course you know tree grabs a fire axe and tries to run uh, after tombs because he's already escaped however tombs knocks tree out the way and grabs a hold of the axe and of course tree then starts to run away from tombs and just before he goes to attack her carter comes to protect tree but tombs unfortunately snaps his neck so tree manages to incapacitate tombs for a moment by throwing him down some stairs and realizes that if she succeeds in stopping the loop carter will stay dead so she runs to the top of the bell tower in the university and tombs is, is standing there you know coming up to, to get her and of course she decides okay well i can't really let you go and kill uh, kill me or or you know, i'm not going to let you go and kill carter so she decides that she's going to hang herself promising to find tomb soon and i love that where she goes i'll see you soon and and hangs herself and of course we start the loop brand new again with now she's back into in carter's room now it's more of a positive loop energy now because she figures okay now i know who what's going on so she greets carter warmly saying oh you know you're you're alive thank you so much for bringing me up here you know and he's like oh uh yeah okay so this is where tree 
really becomes endearing to us because she goes out of the out of the uh, out of the um, dorm room and she you know signs the girls' petition to say yes, I'd love to stop global warming. And as she's walking through the the area, you've got the two kids that are standing or sitting there about to get you know wet by the the sprinklers. So she warns them, so they run away. And then of course the car alarm goes off. It's not much she, she can do about that. But then she takes a pillow with her and the guy that is trying to pledge the fraternity as he falls to pass out she puts a pillow under his head so he lands on the pillow to go to sleep so it really shows you that she is starting to become a lot more aware of people and her surroundings and just being a, a really nice person of course she does she goes up to her for, uh, sorority and the girl that's sitting there reading and just you know waiting for i don't know just just sitting there for some fresh air she greets her warmly hi how are you you know good morning she goes up she's very friendly to laurie when she goes to her room so when Tim approaches her, she kindly tells him, because as she's walking through, you know, Tim comes up to say to her, um, you know, listen, I, you know, you didn't respond to any of my, of my texts. And she goes, and she kisses him and she says to Tim, listen, I know you're gay. It's okay. You can come out. You can, you know, you'll be accepted. Don't hide who you are. Just be, just be the person that you are, that I know you are. You're wonderful. You're a really great guy. Just go out and be the best person that you can. So you can suddenly see the Tim goes, oh my God, I, holy crap, I can do what I, I, I will be accepted. So it really is that Tree's arc of a character is really coming to such a crescendo of a really, really nice person. And I, and I thoroughly love that about this movie is that it shows you in the arc from where she starts off to where she becomes. And I, and I love that about her. And the fact that she says to, to Tim that, you know, you should be free to love who, who you really want to love, I think is a really, it's a great testament to, to the way that she is as far as a character. She's really starting to develop. So Tree goes to Gregory's class and interrupts his lecture to pull him out and tells him that, you know, that I'm breaking things off between you and I, it's it's not appropriate. And she, and of course, you know, he comes back with, well, if you think I'm going to make it easy for you in this class, and she goes, doesn't matter, I've already dropped your class anyway, so, you know, go fuck off sort of situation. Of course, then she goes to the lunch meeting and Tree shows up with a tray full of junk food and proudly scarfs it down, you know, and of course, you know, it's to also help Becky to say, hey, you know what, Becky, it's okay to, to, to eat what you want. Of course, Danielle tries to send Becky away, but Tree doesn't let her leave and insists insist that you know maybe daniel try some food throws throws her a i think it's like a hot dog or something and says there you go daniel eat, eat some of that you know you'd be a lot, a lot nicer person and of course she's like oh really i don't want to be a chunker like becky so becky does go to walk away again because she's humiliated and tree goes ah that's fine she grabs the chocolate milk from becky walks over and pours it all over daniel's head humiliating her so Carter then comes by to return Tree's jewellery, like he always has, and uh, this time she kisses him in front of the other sisters. She then invites Carter to join her later that night for her birthday. So it's like it's really, really quite nice that she's starting to really come out as a person. Um, and of course, the phone call that she's been ducking, which is her father, Tree goes to have lunch with her dad, David, and she admits to him that it's been hard to be around him since her mother died. And it, it really, you know, it, it is very hard when, you know, these things happen. And you're trying to become, you know, trying to keep going as far as life and trying to be happy in certain things. With like, you know, if your birthday comes around, you're trying to put on a brave face. You're trying to be happy. But there's always that that part of the puzzle. And I know for a fact that my mum has passed away. It's 17 years ago that my mum passed away. But there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about her and that I don't think 
of how wonderful it would be for her to know her grandson. Um, and also, when my birthday comes around, you know, there is always that piece of the puzzle that's missing that my, my mum's not there. So I can really see with what Tree is going through. She wants to be close to her dad, but every time she goes near him, she's reminded of her of her mum and what she doesn't have anymore. And so it's a very, very hard thing, you know, to, to do. But she does... She says that she does love him and that she's sorry for hurting him, dodging the phone calls. Then the two laugh to lighten the mood and they have lunch, which is really, really lovely. So Tree prepares to go after Tombs that night. She goes up to the security guard with a knife and takes his gun before telling him to go get back up. And of course, I love how, you know, it's not a security guard. It's, it's the police officer. And he's like, you know what? This is a bad idea. And she's like, I don't care. You need to go, 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 go and, and get help. So he does run away to go get help. So then Tree walks into Tomb's room and aims the gun at him as if, you know, because she says to him, I know, you're a, I know you're pretending to be asleep. And she tries to shoot him, but she forgets to take the safety off. And it's like, oh, come on. And this is when Tr Tomb gets, Tombs gets up and fights her, fights Tree and brutally slams her against the wall. Tree then remembers that a brief blackout is supposed to occur. And this is where the, the, the town has ha been having these, these blackouts. The school's been having blackouts. You know, the, the lights keep going on and off. So she remembers that, hang on, there, there's a lot. There's, it's going to happen. There's going to be a blackout in three, two, one, and it happens. And which happens right at the moment for her to escape tombs before um, the lights come back on. And, of course, he doesn't know where the hell she is. She appears behind him and takes the safety off this time, allowing her to shoot tombs dead. And it's like, oh... Okay, Tombs is dead. Fantastic. And so Tree and Carter spend the rest of the night together. And she's sitting in, in her room. And, you know, she's just saying, okay, it's all over. He's dead. It'll be fine. Tomorrow's going to come. And he's like, okay, well, you know, it's still your birthday. So, you know, what do you want to do? And she's like, listen, I just, I'm just glad to get over that day. And he goes, well, I've, I didn't, I don't have anything. I've got no cake, no nothing. And she goes, hang on a minute. Yes, I do. And she eats, she grabs the cupcake that Laurie made and she makes a wish, blows the, out the candle and eats the cupcake. The following day. <laughs> You see where I'm going with this? The following day, Tree wakes up once more in Carter's room. The birthday ringtone plays, uh, sorry, the ringtone on his phone plays, and it's still Monday the 18th. And she is confused. She's like, hang on a minute. Whoa, this is ridiculous. And she's very angry. So she wonders how she could be still stuck in this time loop. And she runs to her room to find Laurie, who offers her the cupcake again. And this is when Tree goes, uh, no, 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 that's fine. I'm declining. I don't want to eat it because I ate it the night before. And then it hits her. Happy birthday. Thanks. But I already ate it last night. Him. Did you drug him first? 
You knew that if he escaped, everyone would assume that he killed me. But it was always you. <laughs> Is this a joke? You think I would actually try to poison you with a freaking cupcake? Okay, then. Prove it. Go on, Lori. Take a bite. Go on, Lori. You really are crazy. Okay, then. I'll take it down to the police. I'm sure they can tell us what your little birthday treat is made of. little whore. I know I've been a bad roommate, but isn't this a bit much? What the hell? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because you wouldn't stop sleeping with him. But... Gregory? I just kept choosing you over me. Guess all he wanted was a cheap slut like you. You've been killing me over some stupid guy? Oh, that's not the only reason. You're a dumb bitch, too! What I really want to know is... How did you figure it out? Because you've killed me before. <laughs> then I guess I'm just gonna have to do it again. So yes, the big reveal is that Laurie has been killing Tree over and over again because she wanted Gregory and Gregory was choosing Tree every single time. So as they're fighting away in the room and beating the shit out of each other and, and you know, Laurie pins Tree to the bed but Tree manages to grab the cupcake and shoves it into Laurie's mouth. Of course, Tree then jumps up and grabs the ceiling lamp and she kicks Laurie out of the window to her death. And I love this scene where, you know, Laurie goes out of the out of the window and the girl that's sitting down on the uh, front steps just reading a magazine, not doing much, you know, Laurie comes flying down, hits the ground, blood goes everywhere and she's like, ah, holy shit, and screams and jumps up. So that is it. Tree has done it. She has actually officially killed her killer so tree and carter are now seen in the next uh, next scene at a diner watching a news report on the incident with danielle doing an interview just for publicity and i love it how she's she's being interviewed and she's like and she looks to the back and there's a couple of sorority sisters and she's like excuse me i'm in an interview here and of course gets them to move out the way and she's like ah oh, rudeness and then starts to talk about it so carter tells tree that her situation reminds him of groundhog day and she's like um what what is that and she's like he's like no well, you know bill murray and she's like nope never heard of it so it's like oh my god so the next scene we see tree wakes up and hears her birthday ringtone again and carter acts like she's just waking up after a hangover again and tree of course starts to freak out she's like no 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 it can't be the 18th and of course carter reveals that he was just pranking her and it's officially tuesday the 19th they laugh about it and kick ryan out because he comes in going hey did you did you bang that and of course they kick him out going get the fuck out of this room and when ryan tries to come back inside before they they start kissing they throw a pillow at him to get him out of the room and they start kissing the movie then transitions to black and that is the end of part one of episode number 100 
Happy Death Day 2017. I love this movie. This is by far probably one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. And because it's quirky, it's funny, it's just, it's just, you know, fun for fun's sake. And I, and look, on a scale of zero to five buckets of blood, zero being how do I get the last, how long did it go for? Um, I got to see how, how long it went for so I could tell you. So it went for 96 minutes. So how do I get the last 96 minutes of my life back to five? It was a perfect movie. I'm giving it a five. I love it. I love this movie. I'll give you the little bits of trivia and everything that goes along. The movie, actually, the budget for this movie was 4.8, but it actually uh, got 125.5 million at the box office. So it did an awesome job recouping a lot of the money. But look, that is the end of part one. So come back in officially 100 seconds and you will receive part two of Happy Death Day. But this will be Happy Death Day to you. A few moments later.